0: Today is the 25th of June, 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. And if you're joining us for the very first time, let me explain that each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture and music. But having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayers. Let's pray, shall we? Lamb upon the throne, Lord of Peace, our God and King, Creator, Shield and Defender, Redeemer and Friend. Mere words cannot fully describe all that you are. Who are we to stand in your presence, in the awe of your glory? And yet you have drawn us here. Your Holy Spirit empowers us to share your good news, to tell the story of your Son and your coming Kingdom, to rejoice in your life freely given. You have already moved past our sin, and confessing how we've fallen short of of what you've created us to be, we are enabled by you to see past our sin also. Help us to live beyond ourselves, in you beginning yet again this very moment. This we pray, focused upon and in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to centre our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in our Bible readings today, we read about the relationship between David and Jonathan, and Paul talks about the return of Jesus. But we'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning. Lord, inspire me to read your scriptures and to meditate on them day and night. I beg you to give me a real understanding of what I read, that I in turn may put its precepts into practice. Yet, I know that understanding and good intentions are worthless unless rooted in your graceful love. So I ask that the words of scriptures may not be just signs on a page, but channels of grace into my heart. Amen. And our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version, and we're beginning with 1 Samuel 20. David fled from Naoth to Ramah, and came and said before Jonathan, What have I done? What is my offense, and what is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? And he said to him, Far from it. You shall not die. Look, my father does nothing, either great or small, that he does not reveal to me. Why would my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. David vowed again and said, Your father certainly knows that I have found favor in your sight. And he says, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be distressed. However, as the Lord lives, and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. Jonathan said to David, Whatever you say, I will do it for you. David said to Jonathan, Tomorrow is the new moon and I should not fail to sit with the king to eat. But let me go that I may hide myself in the field until the evening of the third day. If your father misses me at all, then say, David asked for leave from me, that he might return to Bethlehem his city, for there is a yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he says good, it will be well for your servant. But if he gets angry, know that evil is determined by him. Therefore deal kindly with your servant." For you have brought your servant to a covenant of the Lord with you. But if there is any guilt in me, kill me yourself. For why should you bring me to your father? Then Jonathan said, Far be it from you. For if I indeed knew that my father had determined evil against you, would I not tell it to you? David said to Jonathan, Who will tell me? Or what if your father answers you roughly? So Jonathan said to David, Come, let us go out into the field. And the two of them went out into the field. Then Jonathan said to David, The Lord God of Israel is witness. When I have sounded out my father about this time tomorrow or by the third day, and if he is favorable towards David, then will I not send and reveal it to you? May the Lord do so to Jonathan and much more. If it pleases my father to do you evil, then I will reveal it to you and send you away that you may go in peace. And may the Lord be with you as he has been with my father. And if I live, not only will you show me the kindness of the Lord that I shall not die, but you shall not cut off your faithfulness from my house forever, even when the Lord has cut off each of the enemies of David from the face of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, May the Lord require it at the hand of the enemies of David. Jonathan made David swear again because he loved him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. Then Jonathan said to David, Tomorrow is the new moon, and you will be missed, because your seat will be empty. When you have stayed three days, you will surely go down and come to the place where you hid yourself on the day this happened, and wait there beside the stone easel. And I will shoot three arrows to its side, as though I shot at a target. Then I will send a boy saying, Go find the arrows. If I expressly say to the boy, See, the arrows are on this side of you, take them, then come, for it will be safe for you. And as the Lord lives, it is nothing of concern. But if I say to the young man, See, the arrows are beyond you. Go, for the Lord has sent you away. As for the matter upon which you and I have spoken, the Lord is between you and me forever. So David hid himself in the field. And when the new moon appeared, the king sat down over food to eat. Now the king sat on a seat, as at other times, even on a seat by the wall. Then Jonathan arose and Abner sat by Saul's side, but David's place was empty. Nevertheless, Saul did not say anything that day, for he thought, Something has happened. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. It happened on the following day, which was the second day of the month, that David's place remained empty. So Saul said to Jonathan his son, Why has the son of Jesse not come to eat food either yesterday or today? Jonathan answered Saul, David earnestly asked leave from me to go to Bethlehem, and he said, Please let me go, for our family has a sacrifice in the city, and my brother has commanded me to come. Now if I have found favour in your sight, please let me leave and see my brothers. That's why he has not come to the king's table. Then Saul was angry with Jonathan and said to him, You son of a perverse, rebellious woman! Do I not know that you are choosing the son of Jesse to your own shame, and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on earth, neither you nor your kingdom will be established. Now send and bring him to me, for he is a dead man. Jonathan answered Saul his father and said to him, Why should he be killed? What has he done? So Saul cast a spear at him to strike him. Therefore Jonathan knew that his father was determined to kill David. And Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger and did not eat food on the second day of the month for he was grieved for David, because his father had dishonoured him. In the morning, Jonathan went out to the field at the time appointed with David, and a little boy was with him, and he said to his boy, Run, find the arrows which I shoot. He ran, and he shot the arrow over him. When the boy came to the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan called after the boy and said, Is not the arrow beyond you? Then Jonathan cried after the boy, Hurry quickly, do not stay. And Jonathan's boy gathered up the arrow and came to his master. But the boy did not know anything. Only Jonathan and David knew the matter. Jonathan gave his weapons to the boy and said to him, Go, carry them to the city. And when they had gone, David arose from the south side of the stone and fell on his face to the ground and bowed himself three times. They kissed one another and wept together, but David wept more. Jonathan said to David, Go in peace since the two of us sworn in the name of the Lord, saying, The Lord will be between you and me, and between my descendants and your descendants forever. So he arose and departed. But Jonathan went into the city. 1 Chronicles 4 The sons of Judah were Perez, Hezron, Kami, Hur, and Shobal. Reah, the son of Shobel, became the father of Jahath, and Jahath became the father of Ahumai and Lahad. And these are the families of the Zorathites. These are the sons of the father of Etim, Jezreel, Ishma, and Idbash. The name of the city was Hazalponi. Peniel was the father of Gedo, and Ezel was the father of Husha. These are the sons of Hur, the firstborn of Ephrata, the father of Bethlehem. Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives. Hela, and Nara. Nara bore him Ahazim, Hepha, Temani, and ha Ashduri. These are the sons of Nara. The sons of Hela were Zereth Zophar, and Ethnan. Koz became the father of Anub, and Hezoba, and the families of Ahahel, the son of Haram. Now Jabez was more honourable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bore him in hardship. Then Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, O oh, that you would indeed bless me and enlarge my territory, that your hand might be with me, and that you would keep me from evil, that it may not bring me hardship. So God granted what he asked. Caleb, the brother of Shua, became the father of Mehu, who was the father of Eshton. Eshton became the father of Beth-Rapha, Posea, and Tenaniah, the father of Er-Nahash. These were the men of Rekah. The sons of Kenaz were Othniel and Suriah, and the sons of Othniel were Hahath, and Mianothai. Mianithi became the father of Ophrah, and Suriah became the father of Joab, the father of Gay Harashim, for they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, were Eru, Elah, and Nam, and the son of Elah was Kenaz. The sons of Jehalel were Ziph, Zipha, Tiriah, and Asarel. The sons of Ezra were Jetha, Mered, Ephah, and Jalon. And Mered's wife bore Miriam, Shammai, and Ishba, the father of Eshtomoah. His Judean wife bore Jared, the father of Jado. Habor, the father of Sokka, and Jekithiel, the father of Zenoah. These were the sons of Bithiah, the daughter of Pharaoh, whom Mered took. The sons of his wife Hodiah, the sister of Naam, were the father of Keleah, the Garmite, and Eshtomoah, the Makathite. The sons of Shimon were Amon, Rima, Beth-Hanan, and Tilon. And the sons of Ishi were Zoeth and Beth-Zoheth. The sons of Shiloh, the son of Judah, were Ur, the father of Lekah. Lada, the sons of Marisha, the families of the house of workers of fine linen at Beth-Ashbihah. Jochim, the men of Kozabah, Joash, Saraph, who was lord in Moab, and Jashubi, Lehim. These records are ancient. They were the potters, those dwelling at Netaim and Gedera. They dwelt there with the king for his work. The sons of Simeon were Nemuel, Jamin, Jerib, Zerah, and Shol, Shalem his son, and Mibsa his son, and Mishma his son. The sons of Mishmah were Hamuel his son, Zacher his son, and Shimei his son. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brothers did not have many sons, nor did all their family multiply as much as the sons of Judah. Now they dwelt in Beersheba, Moladah, and Hazashuel, as well as Bilha, Ezem, Tolad, Bethel, Homa and Ziklag, Beth Morkaboth, Hazasuzim, biri and Sharaim. Those were their cities until the reign of David. Their villages were Etam, Ain, Rimon, Token, and Ashen, five cities in all, and all the villages were around these villages as far as Baal. Such are their inhabited cities, and those registered to them were Mishabob, Jamlech, and Joshua, the son of Amaziah, Joel and Jehu, the son of Joshabiah, the son of Sariah, the son of Asiel. I Beniah, Ziza, son of Shippi, the son of Alon, the son of Jediah, the son of Shimri, the son of Shemaiah Those mentioned by name were leaders in their families, and their father's house increased greatly. They went to the entrance of Gedo, as far as the east side of the valley to seek pasture for their flocks. There they found rich, good pasture, and the land was wide, quiet, and peaceful. For former inhabitants there belonged to Ham. In the days of Hezekiah king of Judah, those written by name came and attacked their tents, along with the Mionites, who were found there, and utterly destroyed them until this day. Then they dwelt there in the place because there was pasture for their flocks there. Now some of them, named five hundred men from the sons of Simeon, went to Mount Seir, with Palatia, Neria, Raphiah, and Uziel, the sons of Ushi as their captains. Then they struck down the rest of the Amalekites who had escaped, So they have dwelt there until this day. 1 Thessalonians 4. Finally, brothers, we urge and exhort you by the Lord Jesus that, that as you have learned from us how you ought to walk and to please God, you should excel more and more. For you know what commands we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of depravity, even of the Gentiles who do not know God, and that no man take advantage of and defraud his brother in any matter, because the Lord is the avenger in all these things, as we have also forewarned you and testified. For God has not called us to uncleanness, but to holiness. Therefore he that despises does not despise man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit." As concerning brotherly love, you do not need me to write to you. For you yourselves are taught by God to love one another, and indeed you do have love for all the brothers who are in all Macedonia. But we urge you, brothers, that you increase more and more. Learn to be calm and to conduct your own business, and to work with your own hands as we commanded you, so that you may walk honestly towards those who are outsiders, and that you may lack nothing. But I would not have you ignorant brothers concerning those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the the Lord in the air. So we shall be forever with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. Psalm 41 For the music director, a Psalm of David Blessed are those who consider the poor. The Lord will deliver them in the day of trouble. The Lord will preserve them and keep them alive, and they will be blessed on the earth, and you will not deliver them to the will of the enemies. The Lord will sustain them on the sickbed. You will restore all his lying down in his illness. I said, Lord, be gracious to me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My enemies speak evil of me. When will, when will he die and his name perish? And if people come to see me, they speak insincerely. Their heart gathers iniquity to itself. When they go outside, they tell it. All who hate me whisper that together against me. They devise harm against me. An evil disease clings to him. And now that he lies down, he will not rise up again. Yes, my own close friend in whom I trusted, who ate of my bread, has lifted up the heel against me. But you, O Lord, are gracious to me, and raise me up that I may repay them. By this I know that you favour me, because my enemy does not triumph over me. As for me, you uphold me in my integrity, and set me before you forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting. Amen and Amen. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of Scripture that have caught our attention, and after music we'll say our prayers for the day and the time of the year. Let's pray, shall we? Father, clear my sleepy head and fill my mind with expectation. Awake my slow body and energize my heart with love in action. Ignite my spirit and set this day on fire with promise. Make the ordinary extraordinary. Engage me. Show me your kingdom alive. Help me to see that every waking moment is full of promise because of you. Amen. And our prayer for the time of the year. Lord, if we had a fraction of the faith in you that you have in us, then this world would be transformed. If we showed a fraction of the love that you show to us, then this world would be transformed. If we possessed a fraction of the patience that you display with us, then, Lord, this world would be transformed if we shared just a portion of the blessing that we received from You, then this world would be transformed. Father, if we showed as much trust in others as You shown in us, then this world would be transformed. If we claim just a fraction of the power You promised to Your Church, Lord, then this world would be transformed. Transform us first, Lord, that we might transform this world through Your love and Your power. Amen we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.